the strangest thing has happened to me. I have been hosting this podcast in the conservative movement for a few years now, and I've had some crazy unique guests and experts on this show. I, you know, invented the word cute servative. If you've ever heard that used, I came up with that. Okay, like there are some pretty cool accomplishments if I toot my own horn that I've got under my belt. But despite any of that, Absolutely nothing has intrigued the mainstream media more than my quotes on big fertility and especially my quotes where I've sounded the alarm on hormonal birth control, for example. I keep getting asked to share with different news outlets, like, why did I say this? Why do I believe that? Why are conservatives they want to know suddenly talking about this? Like, I don't know, bro. Why weren't conservative women talking about this? Why have hardly any women talked about it until very recently? Forget me. Let's talk to real experts on this subject, like my guest today. Disclaimer, now, he's not a woman, doesn't even pretend to be one, imagine that, but he is a doctor who's known as the hormone whisperer. After his wife struggled with debilitating PCOS, he decided to become an expert at understanding women's health. He loves talking about the biological and physiological differences between men and women, why we think and act the way we do. Within his 21 years of practice, he has trained thousands of doctors on a different approach to healthcare and continues to do so today. He is the author of an international best-selling book, I disagree how these two words are the secret to thinking differently and taking control of your health. Please welcome Dr. Patrick Flynn to The Spillover. Dr. Patrick Flynn, you are here to tell us how men and women are different and how to understand each other according to science. But you weren't always, well, maybe you were, but I got the impression from your book you weren't always a hormone expert. No. It was really when you found your now wife while you were still dating, lying on the floor in pain. What happened? Well, I was a sick kid as a child, so that's what got my health adventure on, but mine was more of an immunological problem. Um, And so what happened is, so I just started to go, I went to college, and then my aspect of my graduate college, I was just uh, finishing up, I wasn't even a doc yet, and I ran into my soon-to-be wife, obviously, and when I met her, she was extremely sick. And I didn't know that, I didn't know at all. We were dating for about, uh, we were dating for about two days, and she looked at me and she goes, uh, she goes, I think I'm going to marry you at our second date. And I said, hey, I think you're right. <laughs> but then we started to get to know each other. After about two weeks, um, what ended up happening was I came over to her uh, her place and she was, I knocked on the door and answered and she was crying like crazy. And I was like, oh my goodness, what did I do already? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and it, I didn't do anything. What she did, she got her period that day. And what happened is, is every time she gets it, it was very devastating. It was very painful. And then she let me on a little, little thing that I had to make a choice. And that was a turning point in my life. And where we're all of a sudden, she's like, listen, she goes, getting to know you over the last two weeks, I, she was serious when she said she wanted to marry me. But she said, listen, she goes, um, after getting to know you, I know you want kids. Mm. And she goes, I can't have kids. The doctors almost ripped her uterus out at a young age. She was at the time 22 years old. Um, she suffered from endometriosis, ulcerative colitis, cystic acne, and, and cluster headaches. And believe it or not, I was going to be a doc within a couple months. And, I, and just looking at her, you couldn't tell. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She was a beautiful 22-year-old, uh, petite, everything like that. And what had happened was, I actually had to make a choice. She gave me a, an opportunity to realize she was crying because she was so sick. But she actually said, listen, she goes, I'm giving give you an opportunity to leave. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I made the choice, said, listen, everything you should tell me and everything from my personal history and my background, I said, I disagree. And and I realized all the experts that were, that were taking care of her, um, they just had, I believe, the wrong perspective. And then I started digging deep in female hormones. And of course, now we have four beautiful daughters. Yeah, exactly. So you ignored the doctors, Mm -hmm. you beat the odds, your wife was able to have kids after being told she couldn't have kids. So what did you discover that helped change the trajectory of her health? And and, and the disagreement wasn't um, um, even, let's say, contradicting to what the doctors were doing. It's just that what happened is, I believe that their perspective was much different than mine. And let me give you an example. Um, So all of a sudden I said, hey, listen, so what's going on? And so found out that her mom had some issues um, and stuff like that. And so I started to dig deep a little bit and uh, I started to realize that I said, listen, you know, in a short story, I said, can I look at you all your labs and stuff that I had done? And then I realized from that standpoint on that the viewpoint of how our current, even current healthcare system looks at things today is dramatically incomplete. And, and, and I can sum this up in a little bit differently is, you know, if we look at hormones in general, um, you know, obviously you're a woman, I'm a man. Okay. Uh, and, what happened is if you think of me as a male, if we look at the one major hormone that controls me both physically and mentally, what do you think that hormone is? 
Testosterone. That's right. And so it, so what happens is this, and, you, and it's very simply measurable. You can do it by blood, you can do it by urine, you can do it by many things. Well, what ended up happening was this. And if we look at a woman now, a woman, you know, again, we all have the same hormones. It's just obviously testosterone dominates my life. But what hormone do you think dominates your life? Estrogen. But what if I taught you that estrogen is not a hormone? What? How? Well, see, now think about this. Now, 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 now imagine this. So my wife at 22 or any woman I've, and, I, and I've looked at, no, no joke, I've looked at hundreds of thousands, not a thousand, hundreds of thousands labs. I've never had one woman come in and ever had her hormones tested properly. And here's why. Because all of a sudden, if and they don't even understand their hormones, so I started looking. Go, say, and, and, and women go, oh, doc, wait, wait, estrogen. It's uh, it's not a hormone. It's a term that describes many hormones. Oh, so there's multiple listed under that one word. But guess what happens? Most women get one, maybe two measured, and here's what happens, and they don't even get them tested properly. So testosterone controls me both physically, and mentally. Okay, estrogens. You have to put an S on the end. Control you both physically, and mentally. But here's the big thing. I realized that most women have never had them tested because they maybe get one or two. How can I make a decision as a doctor that can that hormones can affect you both physically and mentally? How can I do anything to you if I don't get a complete picture of what they are? So I started calling labs and said, can we measure all of them? They're like, yes, why? And insurance doesn't pay for them. I said, I have a woman who's deadly sick. She has endometriosis, which is more of an estrogen dominant uh, condition, but they measured her estradiol which is just her one major cyclic hormone missed all the rest. And it was normal. So there, the medical perspective was like, well, uh, it must be genetic. No, 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 no. Because then when I measured all of them and you can't just measure them by blood, you have to have blood and urine together. So I started testing women very differently back 25 years, 24 years ago. Oh my gosh. And to realize that my goodness, here's how the hormones are off. And so most women, so even if everybody watching this, if you haven't had all your estrogens tested, guess what happens? You you can't get a true physical or mental object in a woman. And then here's the biggest thing. Then I started to realize, I started mapping out, map out all the estrogens and hormones of women. And testosterone stays very, very um, normal through a day for a man. It's a little higher in the morning. Ladies, how do we know that? Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> see, we know that. Right, okay? yes. See, we laugh about that's true biology. <laughs> yes. Okay, so here's what happens. And so, but so that's why, so mentally men are actually more mentally stable because they have very little fluctuations. Now women, You now haven't women, met my exes. Yes, well, <laughs> there might be soy boys, but we'll talk about that. Um, but the idea is this, but it has very little fluctuations that way. But, but here's what does happen, okay? With women, I realized, I started mapping out women's hormones and realized that women are cyclic monthly, but their estrogens and other hormones change four times a month. Mm. So I realized, wait, men and women, or women change four times in the month. And let me give you a, a simple analogy on this. Women, there's sometimes you get up in the morning, you put your bra on, it's all nice and full. Next fun week, you put your bra on, it's a bunch of shriveled raisins. It's like, where'd they go? <laughs> Don't give my point? I it's feel like, attacked. See, no, no, but see what I'm saying? That's, yes. and the women go, oh my goodness, you're right. See, because your body changes every week differently. Now imagine this though, but here's one thing. And I was literally talking to a woman over in Europe today. Let's just say there's a very, oh, I'll just say it. Um, the owner of Spotify has this big, big uh, event. They want me to come speak on this kind of female hormones. I was getting, they want to say the interviews that way. And all of a sudden I said this, I said, listen, but now estrogens change four times a month. So guess what happens? Ladies, that means mentally you change four times in the month. And she goes, oh my goodness. She goes, there's, I'm a CEO of this company, but there's some days of the month that I shouldn't make any decisions. That's right. Yeah. Because four times in the month, there's, you are dramatically different and that's okay. So, so men are going to deal with things and look at the world very differently than women because women's changes. So I say, men, imagine this. No, no joke. I have to go to Hawaii right after this. And when my wife and I, we, we've been uh, married 22 years and been together 24. And it's kind of funny. And uh, all of a sudden, when the pastor, we, we did a 20-year renewal, when the pastor looked at me and said, uh, um, looked at my wife and said, do you take this man? She says, yes. And the pastor looked at me and said, do you take this woman? I said, yes, 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 yes. Because you married four <laughs> different women. And, and, and I know it's, it's funny, but then, but then what it did for women, what it did for women is this, is it started to realize that as they go up and down, their emotions are not supposed to be stable. So I tell people, there's no such thing as an emotionally stable woman. Mm -hmm. It's physically impossible. And that's okay. And that's okay. That, and, but see, men don't understand that. So they look and go, honey, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? And, and it drives women nuts because they can't even explain what's wrong. And I'm telling you, I'm trying to teach men, there's nothing wrong with them. 
Well, and that's the game changer of this conversation yeah. is you're saying it's not just women who need to understand our hormones. Yep. It is the men. Yes. So that men aren't like, I don't understand her. Why is she always changing her yes. mind and doing all this? The guys have to know how yep. hormones work too. Now, what you discovered while you're learning all these things about hormones and women's mm-hmm. health, yep. you see that all of these doctors everywhere try to tell women all the time, you know, there's no medical reason to menstruate. Mm-hmm. You can uh, just get rid of your period if you're sick of it. Just get rid of it with birth control. And why? Why did that deeply disturb you? Well, it deeply disturbed me because if you even look at birth control, how it's classified, it's classified as an endocrine disruptor and it affects you neurologically. And what it also does, once again, people say it tricks your body and be pregnant. That's not true. Okay. It endocrine disrupts you. Now, remember, let's go back to this. Ladies, think about this. You make decisions differently every week. So therefore, when you're on birth control, it affects you psychologically. You'll see the world differently. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't, don't believe me. Ask women that are on birth control. And all of a sudden, they they get with a guy and marry a guy. And all of a sudden, they get off birth control and they go, what am I doing? They, I'm not joking. You mess with a woman's hormones. It affects them both physically and mentally. But see, what happens is because, they're, because they don't have the perspective of how to you know, take care of even young ladies. Think of this. We accept cramping, periods, all these things, um, uh, uh, PMS as normal. It's not called premenstrual normal. Mm-hmm. It's called premenstrual syndrome. But it's so common, don't confuse that with normal. See, when a, when a young lady uh, has, let's say she's 16 and she has PMS, uh, uh, my heart breaks for her because there's physical and psychological things that are going to go off because her hormones are abnormal. And because the medical field doesn't test hormones properly, they're good, and the only solution they have is something endocrine disrupting. But ladies, what if I told you we get those hormones back normal? And so my wife's body was so endocrine disrupted. Uh, she tried birth control and it was a horrible experience for her. And this was even before I knew her. But then what I did is, once again, guys, you understand this, is your body wants to be normal. It does. It wants the hormones to be normal. And that's why I, that's why when I watch some of the things going on in the world today, um, no joke, if I were to give you synthetic testosterone, do you understand that you would start to show male characteristics, even have behavioral that way? Hmm. So when someone comes says, is that, this is not a joke since, and I've dealt with this my whole career. Um, and if all says, says, Hey, I'm a male and I feel like a female. I'm like, okay, let's get your hormones tested because it can't happen. It can't happen. And I've wow. dealt with that for a long time. And I've had a lot of women come and say, doc, I, I, you know, I, I believe I'm male. I'm like, okay. I'm like, but let's test your hormones. And they're very t- testosterone dominant. You ask a woman that has like PCOS, that's very testosterone dominant. She can have a sex drive like a male. But if you have a sex drive like a male, which you're not supposed to, you'll eventually get cancer. Mm-hmm. See, that's when women say, I love, that se- I love that I have sex drive like a male. I'm like, scares the heck out of me. <laughs> Because you're not supposed to, it's, 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 it's phys- your body yeah. physically can't handle it. So then you're going to end up having cysts, which can develop into cancers and things like that. So our world is trying to make men and women the same. I'm going, that's, imp- it's physically impossible. If you understand the basics of hormone, there's no way a man and woman can think the same. There's no way a woman's and man's body can be the same. And here's what I, and here was the discovery that made me, that changed my life. And I think this is why God gave me four daughters. I, I was starting to study hormones at a great detail and started to realize that oh my goodness, hormones change and they, and they can be produced and they convert. Guys don't have that much conversion as women do. And I realized that one of the most dominant hormones in women besides estrogens is progesterone. It's its counteracting hormone. Now here's what happens. That progesterone can convert into cortisol and cortisone. Mm. And that's Stress how hormones. you, have, exactly. So here's what happens. Testosterone, if another man was in the studio and I went to stress him out or attack him, you know what happens with testosterone? It goes up. Men are meant to handle stress. You stress a woman out mentally or physically, her, and especially at certain times of the month, her hormones drop and she gets very sick. So I looked and I said, listen, physical and mental stress has to be very particular when it comes to a woman. That's why when their hormones are low, if they're stressed out or if they're going through physical and mental things, it's going to tank their hormones and it's going to drain their body and they're going to get sick. And I'm sorry in that, in the, in the world today, I, I started preaching this 20 some years ago saying, guys, you have to understand that your woman is not you. You need to protect her from stress. And by nature, do you understand testosterone is a very aggressive, protective hormone. And that's why when all of a sudden we see all these soy boys out there trying to be women, I'm like <laughs> going, no, be proud that you're aggressive. Be it proud. It's really funny. Do you understand that testosterone, if you're ever watching, you know, that's why sports, is, sports is the only place that testosterone is allowed to be testosterone. Yeah. Because it makes us aggressive and you hit another guy. I'm from Green Bay, Wisconsin. Man, you see the guys like Packers like, whoa. You say Aaron Rodgers did, does a double check and all the guys like, whoa. You say him. But then in the real world, when it comes down to competitiveness in a job, 
competitiveness for going after another woman. I mean, like if let's say two men wanted to date you, you would need to be competitive and have that testosterone aspect that way. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and, and being aggressive is a good thing. But see what happens is this, and that's why I love where Jordan Peterson and I would get along great and I'm hoping to meet him someday, is remember, testosterone is a naturally aggressive hormone. We are that monster inside. But we just gotta know about it and control it. Mm. And if you ever think about it this way, look at some of the things that have happened in past history. If testosterone got too high, it can cause aggression and murder. That's why if you look at synthetic testosterone replacement, it's one of the negative side effects. So be very careful about endocrine disrupting yourself. The other day, as I was checking out at Whole Foods, an older woman standing behind me in line, she was so sweet. And she said, I have to tell you, you have the most beautiful skin. Made my entire day. And I haven't always felt super confident about my skin just because of texture. And I have some redness. But lately, it really has been looking good. I thanked her and I told her, it is because I use Nimi skincare. She said, well, what's that? I've never heard of that. When I told her that it was conservative they promote freedom, family, faith, and femininity, but they do use powerful ingredients like retinol, vitamin C, and collagen. She lit up. She pulled her phone out and she had me type in the website for her. She said, well, I just didn't know that there were young people with common sense anymore. Well, here we are and we exist and we love Nimi. You can get a three-piece set, your cleanser, your toner, and a moisturizer of your choice for under $100 at NimiSkincare.com with code Alex Clark for 10% off. Whether you want anti-aging, brightening, or hydrating products, there is something for you at NimiSkincare.com with code Alex Clark for 10% off. N-I-M-I Skincare.com, code Alex Clark, or find the link in the description. You have a magic to-do list in your book yes. for both men and women when it comes to the opposite yep. sex that will help us truly understand what the other wants and yes. needs. So you got to explain this. I am all ears. Well, here, it's it's really it's really simple. It's very easy to stimulate hormones. As I gave the simplest example, and, and when it comes to the males, if they're threatened or stressed, there's going to be a stimulation. There's going to be a, a, a neurological response that creates an endocrine response. And therefore, there's going to be that, that situation. But you got to remember, it can be used to good. I always tell ladies, I just think about this, okay? Um, ladies, if you understand male hormones, you can control every aspect of their life and they'll love it. They'll absolutely love it. What do you mean? Okay, now think about this. And all the guys are like, doc, you're selling me out. No, I'm not. Trust me, you're going to love it. Because here's what happens this. Um, so for example, ladies, let me give you a little trick here. Okay, to stimulate his hormones. Do you understand? Men's hormones are stimulated much different than women. See, that's why when men do things to women and not don't understand them, they do things that stimulate them. And the woman's mm. like, this does nothing for me. <laughs> and then, then guess what happens? Oh, but let's flip it around. Women, once again, they they stimulate their hormones by certain ways. And so they'll do the same thing to a guy. And a guy's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, for example, let me give you an example. Testosterone is a very confident, driven hormone. Okay. And that's why men and women have very different, very different uh, responses to confidence. Like today's world, if a man says he's confident, the world tries to beat him down. I'm like, no, no, no. You speak down to a guy, you'll lower his testosterone. But I want you to think of this. So when a, when a man, testosterone is very driven, that's why every man watching this right now, regardless of his age, guess what happens? He thinks he's incredibly awesome. You do. <laughs> yeah, I don't doubt that. So here's what happens to this. It's kind of funny. And that's why that's why when when a, a, a woman, once again, you know, says, oh, honey, you're awesome. He's like, yeah, I know that. It's great. Tell me something I don't know. You're saying? Now, because once again, so that's not speaking to See, now watch this. I'm about to show you how estrogens work in a second. See, so talking with stuff that you would want to hear is different. But you know what's really funny? Here's what happens. Guys are very visual and very stimulatory by sight and actually by words. Okay? So what happens is this. Ladies, no joke. If you want to get to do anything you want, trust me, it's kind of cool. All you have to do is walk around in the morning, just whisper into the ears. Just, just whisper to him, say, honey, tonight is going to be a great night. What does he think about all day long? You. You. You, do you understand that a male, once again, can only focus on one thing. Testosterone is a very laser-focused hormone. So that's why, ladies, if you get him to think about you in a, in a way that stimulates him, he'll never forget about you. And he could walk by another gorgeous woman and actually see her. It doesn't matter. Do you understand? Wow. But see, women today, once again, because I apologize on this, but because of the concept of feminism and not speaking to a man or, or actually understand the man, we have to realize that testosterone is a very aggressive confident-based hormone that way. And it's so easy for women to, to win with a man, vice versa. 
You know, so when you when you stimulate a man's testosterone, he stays laser focused on you. And so if he knows that he has something to look forward to because yep. you've told him that you're going to have sex later yep. that night, basically it, before that happens, you can be like, take out the trash. Can you help me with the you dishes? And he's happy to help. That's right. <laughs> because he wins in the end. And guys are all about winning. When he realizes he can't win with you, he'll find somebody else to win with. Okay, so then what are the tips to how to get women to do what you want? Ah, it's very simple. Okay, you guys, see, see, here's what happens. See, estrogens are very connecting hormones. So for example, if, 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 now remember, I apologize. Are you married? No. Okay, boyfriend? No. Okay, so, but let me, let me give you a simple thing and this is gonna relate to us. So how men speak to women is different things. So let's say, oh my goodness, let's say the guy's like, oh my goodness, Alex, speaking to me the way I want, does this? And a guy comes up to you and whispers in your tomorrow morning and says, honey, tonight, it's gonna be a good night. Alex doesn't come home that night. <laughs> See, you get my point? I'm dead, yeah. See? Now watch this, but watch this. But here's what happens this. See, cause you can't speak to a woman that way. I'm sorry, Hollywood, you lost your mind. Because they try to, they try to act the sexualization of women it's not true. And it's hurting the majority of women because then women think that's the way they got to be. And, and for their biology, that's not true. That's not true. Do you understand? A healthy woman by her biology can only really have a sex drive maybe two weeks out of the month. Maybe. That is a, that is a massive bomb drop. Based on their hormone. And that's if you're healthy. If you're stressed out. Do you understand? Guess what? A guy's testosterone during stress, he could, he could break his arm. He could cut his finger off. And later at night, he's like, hey, honey, want to have some sex? But a woman, guess what happens? Any kind of stress hits her, hormones drop, guess what happens? You know what I'm saying? But see, this is, but see, young men don't know this. I didn't realize this. So obviously this is me. I'm a, per, I'm a, I'm a Christian person, person of pleasing in Jesus. That's me. Okay. That's my belief. And all of a sudden, next thing you know, I, I'm speaking about this. A pastor heard me speak. I, now I start speaking at all these marriage conferences and church conferences. I'm going, I'm just telling you how God made the body. Right. You know what I'm saying? And how to win with each other. Yeah. And, but then it's hard to win when also the women get sick too from all this. And so now with a woman, it, it's kind of funny. You have, to, you have to treat them very differently. You have to, and so here's what happens this. And then I realize it's kind of cool because speaking to women, they're very connected. Estrogens, estrogens are very connective. Do you know what I'm saying? And so then if you walk and speak to a woman, the way, the way uh, uh, you, you speak back to the guy, it's not going to work. You saying, so it's kind of funny, but here's what happens. And I, and I started to really think about this and I started to go, okay, what's really connecting? What's kind of, what kind of words can you say to a woman? And there, there's more than words too. And so that, but what kind of words can you say to a woman that's very connecting? And I realized it and I figured it out and it's universal for all women. And this is very difficult for me to say, because every woman to me is very, every, as, as a patient, you'd be very different on what your hormone levels are, or what your needs are. But I started to realize that just like you can stimulate a guy's hormones, you can also do it with a woman, but it's very different because if you, if you walk up to a woman and say, hey, honey, tonight's gonna be a good night, that's not connecting, is it? It's not. But when you look at a woman and say, I choose you. Oh, oh there you go, baby. There, there. It's like, that's there right. There but see, because you're having this. And it's like, because you walk up to a man and he go, and you say, honey, I choose you. He goes, of course you do. I choose myself. <laughs> do you see his hand? Yes. But see, but see, see, that's the thing. Stop talking to a male like he's a female and guys stop talking to females like they're like they're like they're guys they're not us and we're not them and that just drives me nuts because i'm sitting there going you know the divorce rate's going through crazy so then i start just understand the basic of biology and hormones and everything i taught you right now can be looked at a book so i remember and i'm not saying my book i'm saying i looked at the female hormones and how they're done and we and, and understand that women and men are so different just on their biology of their hormones and how it affects them physically and mentally. And I go speak in front of regards to the political stance, regards to religious stance, regards to everything. And they go, oh, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And then what I started to do different than everybody in the world. And that's where my clinics went from one little small office in Green Bay to an international company and offices all over, including here in Phoenix is I said, you know something, ladies, we need to test your hormones properly because you know, what's really funny. All the stuff I just taught you is if things are normal, ladies, the thing about this, if your hormones are off, Man, life gets bad daily. It does for everything from fatigue to mental exhaustion to how you see the world to everything. It's it's and and remember, and my wife being so sick, um, her having endometriosis was a very estrogens problem. But the doctors only looked at a couple, so their view of the female body is dramatically incomplete. You know what I'm saying? So what happens is, and and how I had to come up with an analogy for people to understand this is this because I'm all about analogies because I know right now you're listening and going, this guy makes a lot of sense. And so, but, but I want you to think about this, but I have to get you to have a little different perspective on healthcare because I believe in, in the last three years I've proven it. And I can show you even just from this one analogy, how you can navigate through every healthcare condition if you think this one way, ready for it? Yes. So I want you to picture this. I want you to picture that all of a sudden this whole studio and everything catches on fire. 
okay? Who's the best trained professional to deal with this situation? Well, I mean, I I don't know that you, I would consider you a trained professional for fire, no. but I'm automatically going to lean on you because you're the guy in the yeah, room. No, no, but I'm saying, yeah, but it's okay. It's, but I'm here as it. I can't put up the fire. I don't have the tools and knowledge. So we're going to call 911. Right. Fire okay. Burn, fire burns going to get you. Okay. Here. I thought I could only okay. choose between you and I. No, yes, I'll probably obviously put, being a male yeah. testosterone, I'll probably protect you, grab you, get you out of here. That's a, that's a male. Okay. <laughs> and, that, and, and so here's what happens. But you're going to call the fire department because they're the best professional. But think of their tools, axe and hose. They're going to break down some things. They're going to start spraying the inside of the, the, this whole thing that way. And when they, the water hits all the stuff, it destroys it. But you're not mad. You're actually kind of happy. Because you know why? He's saving the house. He's saving the studio from burning down. But let's say they save it and it's not totally burnt down. We're not going to come here and do the podcast right away, are we? Mm -hmm. We're going to need a different professional to come and rebuild it. So we're going to call a carpenter. He's going to walk in, even though, it's, even though the fire department's like, I'm awesome. Yeah. But the, the carpenter has a different perspective. He goes, hey, listen. He goes, this is a mess. I got to bring in all this new stuff and everything to get it all back to normal. Well, if you understand the analogy, that's how you got to look at healthcare. If right now you or anybody here had a major fire, a heart attack, a stroke, something you can die from, I'm going to call that. You don't want me to run the kitchen, grab a knife. We're going to go, we're going to call 911. So let's call medicine, the fire department. They have their axes and hoses to put out the fire, drugs and surgery. Cool. I'm cool with that. But here's what happens. Even after they save you, they never ask what caused the fire. Do you follow me? See what they do is they say, we're going to spray down your house every single day for the rest of your life, which causes the body's rot. And see, you think of it this way. That's why I kind of find this funny. We trust a system that maybe can save a life, but people, there's more heart disease, cancer, diabetes, overweight people, hormone problems, infertility, and ever in history. It's almost like the weatherman. They're wrong 90% of the time because we look at the 10% that they save a life and they think they're the experts. Well, what happened over the last three years? Oh, well, yeah, clearly no, the experts weren't really the experts. But, but they're really not the experts. See, with their experts in the fire department. This, so the experts saying, this person's going to die. But why did they die in the first place? Because they had a rotten house. Mm. But what if you could rebuild the house? To the point where I kept on preaching this, they kicked me off YouTube, kicked me off Facebook, and the FBI showed up at my house. Why? Because people thought it was a threat because I had a different perspective. Because here's what happens. Now watch this. I'll give you a perfect example. Durang, when you try to change people's thinking, people get downright mad. You know this being here a turning point. Oh, no, yes. but, but here's one of them. So I come along in healthcare saying, listen, I can respect the fire department and what they do. But, and I can respect that you may even believe that this is the way to do it. But you try to force me, I'm a person of choice. Mm -hmm. So that's why I've always been involved in politics just from a standpoint of freedom of choice. Right, right. You can take every drug, everything that you want to do in your history. I'm cool with it. Try to force on me. No, I disagree with that because that said, I disagree because we have different perspective. But now I want you to think about this. So during the time of the pandemic, um, just give you a story how people get downright angry about stuff. And I understand that the majority of people grow up thinking more medically. I get it. You're saying, go to a pediatrician. What's again, what's a pediatrician give you? Drugs or surgery. Uh, general practice, drugs or surgery. So you're, you're programmed that way. And then somebody like me comes along and says, it makes so much sense. And I say, you don't need that stuff unless you're dying. Of course. Okay. Because yeah. I'm a carpenter doctor. So I developed a whole bunch of doctors of all professions for everything from chiropractors, naturopaths, nurses, MDs. They love what I do. I teach mainly at medical things. See, I need to get in on that, if, especially if you have places in Phoenix, because yep. I've been wanting to get my hormones tested yes. and I haven't yet. Yes. Well, we got, see, but see, but I want to think about this way. Um, I apologize. Uh, I have no problem asking. How old are you? Tw uh, 29. I'll be 30 now, next week. But here's, here's the sad part. Estrogens dictate how you physically act and feel. Yet there hasn't been a doctor that's ever tested your estrogens properly. And then when you go through things physically and health-wise, it's an incomplete view. So going back to the example of how, and I'm just seeing, like I said, all the women right now going, yeah, why don't my, because you know why they don't do it? Because there's no axe and hose and there's drug and surgery to manipulate all that. Mm. See, people say, why doesn't my doctor do this? Because you're asking the fire department to rebuild the house with an axe and a hose. Can you rebuild a house with an axe and a hose? Just so many doctors are trained to be very reactive. They're not right. trained to be proactive. Put it on the fire instead of re So yeah. I can show you how to build a house. So my wife had endometriosis and we started to rebuild that system. Her endometriosis cleared up and went, her uterus went back to normal because no matter what doctor tells you, you're genetically programmed for normal. If I step on her toe, guess what happens? Her blood pressure is going to jump up. So do I give you a drug to lower it? Do I give you a bunch of vitamins? Or to get off your darn toe. Yeah. <laughs> because there's more natural things ever in history. There's more medical things, but the thinking is wrong. So they're just trying to use natural things as drugs. That's why that's why it's called alternative medicine. That's not what you do. Mm. So I came along and said, okay, we can do this. Now, so I was in the middle of the pandemic, me and my beautiful daughter, 13-year-old, 
um, we're all shopping. And I remember, and here's what happens. I would never wear a mask because obviously we know now, which we knew back then, it's a it's wrong and everything like that. And so we're, but I still respect people's choices. See, I can disagree with you. You can have a totally different uh, religious, political standpoint in mind because I just choose freedom. And so I was going through the store, so I stay away from people, stuff like that. But then I was checking everything out checking everything out. And this woman, she was an obese woman. She was probably about 10 feet behind me. And she was just scowling at me. She had her mask and her goggles on and everything like that. And all of a sudden, and, but you know, some of this, so she, now I get it. I get it. You're trained thinking like the fire department. So you're scared out of your mind. That's how they got everybody to do everything. That's yeah. how they get everybody doing healthcare stuff. Oh, if you don't take this drug, this is going to happen to you. No, it's going to happen to me if I'm under your care. Mm. So all of a sudden, guess what? So all of a sudden, all of a sudden I go grab my last organics, all the things I do that way. Cause I don't need anything toxic because that's stress to your body. And all of a sudden I went to grab it. And, and, and she looks at me and she goes, I see you don't have a mask. Well, remember, I get it. She's coming from a fire department viewpoint. Well, I think like a carpenter and she's about 300 pounds. She's got a larger child. I look at her and I talk to her like a carpenter doctor. I said, well, I see you don't have a treadmill. And she no, like, you didn't. yes, I did. It was awesome. Oh. Well, here's what happens when passive, especially men, cause men are meant to be aggressive. When passive men let bad things happen, it's why we were the last three years. My whole life, even as a child, the first thing I had to have every morning was my juice. Where's my juice, mom? Apple, white grape, cranberry, whatever it was, that was what I wanted in the first few moments of every single day. Life just hasn't been the same. And I've been wanting to find a really good juice that I could start drinking again. And the thing is, is like the ones that are healthy at the store... They're just like really pulpy. They almost are like smoothie texture. I don't like any of that. I don't like any of that. But I found exactly what I was looking for. And it's a conservative owned company. The natural juice company I found is called Squeezed Juice. They are family owned. They're grown in California. Squeezed Juice is 100% juice, all natural, non-GMO, no water added, not from concentrate, and is the closest thing you can get to squeezing your own fruit juice. Now, I have it with me. I actually have it here today because, see, I really do drink it, and it's almost done. Mm. Oh, my gosh. I'm healthy. I have the mandarin. So good. Um, and if you're like me, you would much rather have someone else do the hard work, okay? So you can just sit back and enjoy the vitamins and nutrients. So this is like what you would make at home, but I didn't have to do it, which is way better. They have five flavors, pomegranate juice, mandarin juice. That's what I'm drinking today. Their power drink, which is a green juice blended with amazing ingredients like matcha, spinach, cucumber, and celery to power you through your day. There's the immunity juice. It's full of vitamin C with a kick from ginger, turmeric, and habanero pepper. My favorite is the focus juice, natural energy from a plant called guarana with a taste of beets and strawberries. One 11-ounce bottle of that juice is equal to one and a half cups of coffee. And there's no pulp. I don't like the grittiness of a lot of natural juices. This is not watery thin. It's not too thick. It is perfect. Don't live in California? Don't worry. Squeeze Juice is available to purchase online and ships instantly on dry ice. So it is cold and fresh for you to pop right into your fridge. Everything comes in perfectly sized individual bottles for on the go or give this to your kids. Check out shop.squeezedjuice.com juice.com with code Alex for 25% off your order. That's shop.squeezedjuice.com and code Alex for 25% off. Or I made it easy for you. Just click the link in the show notes. Let me ask you about this theory that's yes. very popular on TikTok. Okay. Do you believe the theory that men will marry the woman in front of them? Meaning, he may not think that a woman is necessarily the love of his life, but once a man is financially and emotionally ready to start a family, whoever the woman is in his life at that moment, he will choose to marry her. That's not true. No, no. Here, here's what happens, ladies. All you have to do to capture a man the rest of his life is actually stimulate his hormonal response. Here, watch this. Think of this. Um, testosterone is a very aggressive hormone. Here's what happens, ladies. You don't realize this. I've been teaching this for 20 years. Here's what happens. Your femininity attracts a man, not your aggressiveness. Do you understand that the minute that you are aggressive with a guy, what's his aggressive response? Competition, fight, things like that. Men do not want to combat women. That's why a woman, like I said, it's not who's in front of you. Do you understand? It's actually the, the one that, believe it or not, stimulates that man the most. Do you understand? Mm. And so remember, think of it this way. If, you, if people understood what it was like um, from a standpoint of a man being in the, in the world, it's highly competitive. It's highly stressful. 
So last thing they want to do is combat the person that's supposed to bring them peace. Really. And so, and so when a, when a woman, man, the greatest thing to get that man to just fall in love with you constantly, to stimulate his testosterone, not from an aggressive fight standpoint, but just chase you like crazy, is be his biggest supporter, be his biggest fan. Because that's why by nature, and this is where I kind of laugh about this. And me, see me and Jordan Peterson agree on this. And I've been saying this for 20 years and, and stuff of that, well, 25, is by nature, women are agreeable. Estrogens make them that way. Do you understand? Men are not agreeable. So then by nature, we'll combat other guys. We, we are meant to do that. We come with a woman, guess what happens? It, as they become combative, we're like, you know what I'm saying? And then all it takes is a woman to come around and go, oh, this, this, and mm -hmm. guess what happens? They focus on them. Because remember the All right, I'm focused. taking notes. I'm taking notes. Yeah. You believe that a man is sick if he is not chasing you down for sex every day? Yes. Well, think of it this way. His hormones fluctuate very little. So here, that's why, that's why ladies like, doc, he just wants sex all the time. I'm like, good. That's a healthy man. Now remember, this is where we're going to get it wrong. Here's what happens. It doesn't mean a man gets sex every day. But see, by nature, testosterone is an aggressive hormone. And, and instead of actually um, teaching young men this, remember, my daughters get married next Thursday. I teach my, I, 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 I remember, and I've trained my daughters to be extremely feminine. Uh, I actually and understand, and my, my daughters follow my footsteps. She's going to be a doc like me. And see, so she can win with her future husband, who's been training on me for four years. He's a doc also. The idea is this. It's like, I, he, it's expected that my future son-in-law wants to have sex with my daughter every day. You saying, but what he has to understand is her biology actually isn't available to have it every day. Mm. And see, that's what young men have to understand. So if I can teach young men, say, listen, if you understand a woman, see, and that's when people always say, you know, why do men and women, you know, don't understand each other because they don't understand the biology. So men by nature and by nature, testosterone makes us very selfish. So these men on the flip sides, because here's what the feminists do when they talk to me is, oh, you're just all men. No, I'm not. Because if a man understands women's hormones, he'll understand when to touch her, when not to touch her, when to be her big, his biggest connector. And guess what? And people don't realize this is, men, look at me. If you don't do the things to connect with her, some other guy will. Mm. And guess what happens? And that's why 80% of all women today, even in Christian marriages, file for divorce, divorce first. Because it's really crazy because men, once again, men, be who you are but understand them. And if you want that, and see, so a lot of men say, well, I'm a provider and, and I make the money. I don't want that. Well, then stay single. Right. And women go, well, I don't want to talk to my husband that way. Then stay single. Because if you don't, and if you don't want to understand the biology of another person that way, it's going to be very combative. And it's, it's and, and, no. and so all of a sudden I start teaching this is based on biology. And next thing you know, marriage conferences are calling me saying, can you speak on this? I'm like, okay. <laughs> You're like, yeah. Is, all right, sounds good. Now, since you have four daughters, yep. I am curious, what is the earliest age that girls should start getting their hormones tested? Um, it should be as early as 10 years old. Um, like, no joke, I just had a woman that reached out to me because her six-year-old daughter got her cycle. Um, what? All, yeah, with all the endocrine disruptors, people not realize this. If you're on birth control, does anybody know uh, when the, the highest places to actually get birth controls from? CD water. Remember, when you pee and you're in CD water, there's no filtration out of it that way. Be very, make sure you have proper filters. So we get a lot into endocrine disruptors like crazy. And so therefore, when we are, we, and remember, people don't realize this. We eat about a, about a, uh, a credit card full of plastic about every month. Ew. See, well, no, what does in, in plastic is very estrogen dominant. So what you're going to notice is, for example, is women are getting so much estrogens and then their body is sick because once again, here's what happens. Your liver is meant to filter all the things out. And because people eat so much sugar, they get fatty liver disease. They can't convert their hormones, blah, blah, blah. And this whole nother, whole nother topic that way. And so therefore they, they cause the endocrine uh, aspect of them menstruating very early. So tap water is causing girls as young as six now to get their period. Here, here's what happens. Here, here, and this is, I don't, don't want this taken out of context. There's multiple factors that lead to hormone changes in young women. Tap water is one of them. That's why you will never see me do that, okay? That's why if you look, I'm, I, I think that everybody should be. And you, you know what's really sad? Go down to your, your local water filtration aspect, to the city stuff, and ask them for a report. They have to give it to you. You'd be scared out of your mind. What's yeah. in there? Fluoride, oh, arsenic, my goodness. who Which knows? Fluoride is, a, fluoride is an endocrine disruptor. It destroys the thyroid. But see, once again, the current medical system, like the fire department, the dentist says, look at your teeth, fluoride. Fluoride may be good for your teeth, but destroys your liver, your thyroid, things like that. See, they see the whole thinking. So the fire department medical thinking, they they look at the body like, like one gear. That's why a heart specialist says, this is good for you, but destroys your liver. But the liver specialist says, well, do this. And see, when you're a carpenter doctor and have my kind of thinking, 
And I sat back 24 years ago and said, I just got to teach people to think like a carpenter because it's a whole different perspective. And so therefore, that's all I've done over the last 24 years. And I started sharing the, those thoughts and guess what happened? It, uh, but then here's the cool thing is this. It's going to sound funny. I'm not a speaker. I'm, I'm blessed that I'm on a, a show like this today and I get asked to speak on massive stages. But see, here's what happened. I was in the room toe-to-toe -to -toe with women discussing and men watching their lives change as all the stuff started to happen. So by nature, I'm still a practitioner by heart. And so it's, it's just that I happen to be able to share a message with many healthcare providers that now became part of us that way. And it's like, uh, because it's needed. See, do you understand right now that the amount of fertility, uh, infertility goes up every year? And you'd think with all the stuff that we spend on healthcare, that it would get better. It doesn't. Because you know what happens? The thinking is wrong. Mm -hmm. Okay. One thing that everyone in the wellness space mm -hmm. is raving about are cold plunges. Yeah. But I want to know if you think that women should do cold plunges or only men. I think it, both, universal for both. Okay. Now here's what happens, but this is the difference. So there's things that are good for women and things that are good for men that are universal, but the timing is key. The timing is key. See, remember a cyclic woman, your hormones change four times in the month. So therefore, once you introduce these things in your body, there's a better response to them. Okay. And see, that's why I said, so you cannot do it. So I tell people, uh, husband and wife don't work out together the same. You can't, you know, and I created a whole graph for this. And you understand this, just like, no joke. I just, this, this, that uh, some famous comedian criticized because his wife, um, his wife loved what I had to say, but he thought it was crazy because men, men, guys, listen, we're different. Women need biologically more sleep than men. They do. By nature, because just by hormone reserves and building up. See, testosterone can be produced very quickly for us, and we have very little conversion. Women need more hormone storage. So we should be allowed to sleep in. Well, here's what happens. <laughs> here's what happens. If you, I, I, I want you to change that kind of language, and let me explain why. Oh. It's not sleeping in. What you need to do is look at the biology of your hormones and go, hey, listen, you really start to build up some reserves starting about 9 p.m. through about 1 or 2 a.m. And that's why, ladies, do me a favor. Take two people that get nine hours of sleep. If someone goes to bed at midnight and sleeps till nine and someone goes to bed at nine and sleeps till six, do you know that person that went to bed at nine and went six, it, it feels dramatically more awake, dramatically can uh, tackle the day much better because they have a hormone reserves that the person that, that started to push and push and push and they don't build them up and because they're really starting about nine o'clock and you don't start building up till, till um, midnight and then guess what happens? Two o'clock, one o'clock comes very quickly and you're running on a partially empty fuel tank. See, so, and then people say, well, doc, well, how'd you say that women should be this way? Because here's what happens. And that's why we, a lot of times women will wake up, you're saying, between the hours of 2 and 4 a.m. Yes, because their cortisol starts to come up. But if it comes up too fast because of blood sugar issues and other stress issues, they, they, they wake up. And it's like, and I'm like, okay, well, again, you have some, you have some hormonal regulation issues. Right. And so that's what, if you are somebody who is a, if you are a female who is constantly like, mm -hmm. I always wake up at 4 a.m. Why? Yep. You, that's a sign you yep. should get something checked out. Yeah, it's a hormonal issue. And, and it can, once again, it can be normalized and stuff. And that's, but you got to get tested properly. And that's the, see, that's the key to everything. I'm not, see, if you notice on the whole thing, all we talked about is guess what happens? Get things tested properly. And today, your endocrinologist, your OB, every doctor you have, every, every GP you have will never test you properly because there's no treatment they can do for you. And they'll only test what they can treat. Okay, I've been hearing a lot of confusing back and forth mm -hmm. about mammograms. Yep. So should women still be getting them or not? Oh, you're trying to get me in trouble, aren't you? I'm sorry. It's so confusing. I have well, seen both things on social media. They're great or they're not great. And so it's very confusing. Here's what happens. Here's what I'll say is this. Um, when you look at mammograms itself, we feel good tools and technology that have developed over the years. Um, there's a lot of things that are traditionally used instead of what's right being used. For example, technology, even since I've been in practice, even more labs have come out and discovery things have come out. But gotta remember, it's hard for people to give up on a billion dollar industry. Yet, when you look at the technology that's advanced today, there's so much better things. Like what's better? Um, I would even argue on skin and, and I'd say, you know, just even ask your doc about this. You can do an ultrasound or even an MRI, which is much more, you know, um, here, if you think this way, most, if not all uh, mammograms are non-diagnostic, but see, it's a screening tool. But I'm sorry, if you look at the damage that it causes, I can't justify it with the new tools. Maybe Is the damage you're talking about like radiation or something? Well, the damage, for example, is it affects the tissue. And, and so therefore, I'd rather go with something a little less damaging, well, a lot less damaging and stuff like that. So I said, I just, um, my, my wife and daughters, my wife has never had any um, medical procedure done since I've met her. 
And, uh, and of course she's a clean bill of health and, and things like that, but here's what happens this. It's like, uh, um, that's one procedure that anybody I care about, let's put it this way, I would never encourage them to get done. What is the first thing a woman with PCOS should change today? Um, they have to get rid of sugar. Because once again, um, that's why if you ever notice most women with PCOS, the number one medication they give them is metformin. Blood regulation, blood, blood regulation, because remember they suffer from insulin resistance. And sugar has a very negative effect, uh, especially it's a dominant, the one, number one reason why men have bad hormones is actually sugar. Number one reason why women have problems hormonally is mental stress. Okay, and I can prove that, all right? It's a whole nother show. But anyways, but they have to avoid sugar. Now, Durang, they need to then support their conversions from their androgen-dominant testosterone and other hormones into their estrogens. And that's why a woman with PCOS can have a very high sex drive. There's women that came in and said, Doc, my, the husband's all excited. He's like, my wife has the greatest sex drive. I said, under my care, she's going to go back to normal and she won't. Mm. <laughs> One of my nurse practitioners that came to me, she suffered with PCOS and that infertility and everything like that. And her husband's sitting right there. I'm like going, hey, man, when I'm done with her, you're going to have a totally different woman. And, and she has sex drive all the time. And she'll even, she even tells the story, suffering PCOS badly. And she was a, a labor and delivery nurse. And, um, and no joking, after about a week of working, she goes, I'm going to work for you. And now she's incredible. And, but the idea is this, but that will, once again, see, and think of this way, by getting her hormones back to normal, she mentally and physically changed. See, guys, that's why, and, and, and that's why it's like, oh my goodness, there's so many mental and physical problems are out there and, and all they do is compensate. Do you understand that, that uh, um, there's a recent study that came out and talked about the amount of women that have taken some chemically altering psychiatric drug is like, is like three out of 10 now. That means 30% of our beautiful women, and they say 60% usually by the time they're age of 40 have been on it and off it that way. That means 60% of our beautiful women to have to take mind altering things because our current healthcare system doesn't know how to take care of women. It's sick. It's, it's, it's sad. Dr. Patrick Flynn would agree it's extremely important to use fragrance-free, chlorine-free, dye-free, 100% organic cotton period products. Nothing endocrine disrupting down there. The best tampons in the world are from Garnu. The branding slays, the tampons and menstrual cups slay, and they're conservative slay. I was talking to Garnu's founder, Macy, recently. Her name is Macy. And I said, Macy, you know, out of the entire conservative movement, like you and I really do have the cutest branding for women for, you know, the stuff that we do, my shows, my merch, her products. And she was like, you know what? It's true. But Garnu products aren't just good for you personally or just good for America because they're conservative owned. They're good for the world because every purchase helps fight human trafficking in Nepal. That's what Garnu means. Rescue in Nepali. Feel better and do better by switching your leftist, chemical-soaked tampons to organic, conservative Garnu tampons. Go to Garnu.com slash spillover and use code spillover for 15% off. That's G-A-R-N-U-U.com slash spillover with code spillover for 15% off or find the link in the description. Now, something that I've heard my entire life when it comes to menopause is that things like night sweats and hot flashes yep. and period problems and vaginal dryness, that's all normal no, menopause. Common. But you do not think that that no. is supposed to be that way. No, because let's do this. Is PMS normal? It's not called premenstrual normal. There's a syndrome. There's something wrong. And the, But this way, menopause, guess what happens? Menopause is a normal biological state. But because by time, the like, people guiding you, the perspective you have, which is all medical, from the time you're little, time you're cyclic, by the time you get to menopause, guess what happens? Your house is so rotten that by the time you make a transition for a normal stage of life, and, you, and I'll say this, and I'm the only doctor in the world that says this, do you understand it's easier to keep a woman healthy during menopause than it is during their cyclic? You know why? Because they don't have big fluctuations. They're more like a guy. That's why the term cougar came from the term a cyclic or a menopausal woman. Because you know why? Their hormones are more stable. They have more testosterone. So guess what happens? Now they can be a cougar. Do you understand? But compared to a cyclic, they're not. But see what happens by the time most women get there. There's two things happen. Men are so sick by the time they get there, they don't have any testosterone, so they can't perform. And second of all, women, for example, are so sick by the time they get the menopause, they fear it. But it's a God-given transition of life. And so when I took my mom through menopause and everything like that, remember I tell you something funny. If you ever saw my conversations with my wife and my daughters, my mom, I'm talking about vaginal discharges, all the things, breast hair, it's just my normal language. Right. But then it happens to this. Menopause is a beautiful stage of life. And actually it's kind of cool. And if it's done right, guess what happens? Ladies, you can exercise every day. You can actually have more male characteristics that way. 
because you're no longer cyclic because cyclic is meant for fertility. So go ahead and tell us about your book, where people can find it, and then also what you've created so people can find great doctors like you and get our hormones tested. Yeah. Well, the book has been out for five years and and no joke, it went out, I think it's four or five years, and um, it went out, uh, uh, became an international bestseller in two weeks. And um, do you know my second book is coming out? Really? When? Uh, it'll be out by May. Okay, so I it's don't called, know when we're releasing yes. this, so go ahead and tell us uh, it's called, what it is. I Still Disagree. <laughs> okay, and what's but, that going to cover? But what happened is this. It, there's a lot of hormonal things in there, but see, people don't realize. Um, um, see, when you can't attack my message, you have to attack the messenger. And see, my background is different than your basic medical provider. You know what I'm saying? And so therefore, but people don't realize I have a nutrition background, I have an immunology background. So when COVID came along, I started speaking about the immune system and going, this is how the immune system works. I can I can blow your mind away just like I did with hormones today when it comes to the immune system. But here's what happened. This is, and so then when the, the whole thing came over the last three years, I said, well, here's how you make your immune system normal. And therefore you don't fear a bug. You know what I'm saying? That's why, for example, it's like people say it's an old person's disease. No, it's the people that have been old and been guided by the wrong people. And that's why it was old person's disease. But I'll show young people that could have died and have died. It's all about your immune system that way. So what I did is, so our new book is coming out. We added all the immune factors in there and stuff like that. So people have that. But the idea is this, it's like, I still, and then I figure I'm going to read a book. I'm going to write a book probably about 10 years from now. I said, I told you I was right. Okay. <laughs> but the idea is this, and it's just based on the biochemistry and immunology and physiology body, but here's what happened. And, but remember, I know it sounds funny. I'm on the show and I have a book and things like that. Um, I didn't even really write the book. Actually, my wife and uh, our investigative journalist did, but it's all just my material. But in, in, and that turned into a seminar. But here's what happens is, but remember, don't forget this. I have clinicians all over the world. Just go to wellnessway.com. The Wellness Way. Just a just a bunch of group of doctors. We we range from chiropractors. There's there's some MDs or some MPs or but they 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 practice like the carpenter. See, they 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 look at it from the perspective of going and John, once again, and we have this happened the other day. We had somebody that was came into our office. They were visually having a heart attack. We called nine one one. God bless that we have some emergency fire department system that does that. But guys. Do you understand the majority of you need a carpenter doctor so you don't even have a fire in the first place? So go to wellnessway.com. You can find a clinic. But also this is like, um, just even find me. Actually, I got kicked off all media, but I'm back on. So I'm on Instagram and things. Yeah, what's your Instagram? Just Dr. Patrick Flynn. And I love your Instagram because Mm -hmm. you're, I don't know who it is, but someone on your team is always asking you random questions. And then you just answer the question in a video real quick. I do lives every week because I want people to just give them some clinical guidance that way. And, And that's gave me the opportunity to be here. So thank you. Dr. Patrick Flynn, the world's most wanted doctor, uh, literally because the FBI showed up because they don't like that he talks about how men and women are different. Thank you for coming on The Spillover. Thanks for having me, Alex. Appreciate it. If you liked this episode, I've got some fire health and wellness episodes lined up. Everything from what to eat while pregnant to EMFs and the entire plant-based and vegan industry being a scam. That's all coming out in the next couple of weeks. Next week, though, we are bringing back one of the most popular pop culture guests that we've ever had on this show. He's one of the biggest Hollywood tea spillers of all time. I know you know who it is. I have heard rumors that things lately are not what they seem with Selena Gomez and that Ice Spice is an industry plant, we will be getting to the bottom of many pop culture tings. That is next Thursday at midnight Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific. Make sure you're actually subscribed to the show. Support us by leaving a five-star review every single week. Tell me what the first episode you heard that hooked you was. I love reading that. I'm Alex Clark, and this is The Spillover. Love you, mean it. Bye. Bye.